Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday to you, Mark Aram here, you there. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. The program, of course, heard every Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on the News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great week, and I hope you have a great weekend planned. If you don't, I've got plans for you tomorrow night. You are heading to the Atlanta Improv to see my next guest. She is Jessie Mae Peluso. She is at the Improv this weekend. Jessie Mae, an honor, a privilege, a pleasure to see you in studio. How are you? Good. How are you? Was that Very, good enough? Yeah, it's really good. You're like Walter Cronkite. Very serious. <laughs> uh, we, Do you practice your voice? No, I smoke. Smoked. Smoked. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't smoke anymore. Yeah, no. Is it your real voice? Yeah, this is... You were just born, just ready for radio. No, before I, before I started smoking, I sounded like a nine-year-old girl. So you'd say smoking gave you your, your Absolutely. career. Kids, if you're listening out there and you want to get it... Guys, <laughs> if you think there's no chance for you doing anything in life, grab a pack of menthol. Newport Lights. <laughs> Indeed. I, I take it you're not a smoker. You look very healthy. No, I'm not a smoker. I had like... Uh, Newport menthol once when I was 12 and it yeah. was it made me nauseous you're like the fittest comedian I've ever interviewed on the really show. yeah I mean I poop a lot <laughs> like nine times a day we have that in common yeah I have a very good system that's often I'm like a, a deer a discussion here on the Mark Aram show. is it yes oh wonderful yeah I poop like a deer cute little pellets in flight I don't mine are not cute and they're not in flight I, yeah I bet they're not <laughs> we'd be a perfect couple then because at least only one of us can have gross poops <laughs> Is that the rule? Yeah, you have to balance it out. Now, speaking of um, animal poops. Um, <laughs> have you ever ha- had that as a segue on your no, show? No, <laughs> never. But it, it reminds me of something. So I have two dogs that I walk when I go home every every morning and every night, obviously, because I'm a good pet owner. You should be, yep. And they, I don't know what's in rabbit poop, but if there's rabbit poop on the grass, they will devour it. They I, absolutely Why do dogs do that? My dog know. eats crap on the street, too. And yeah. it's like, dude, I spend $70 a bag. on. F- if this is what you want, <laughs> let's just it, let me know because I'll go rummage through the streets and get Find free poop. crap for you if this is what you really want. Exactly. I'll stop buying the expensive stuff. But it's like they, they are so <laughs> enthralled with, with bunny poop. Like nothing else. I can give them a steak bone and they're like, ah, steak bone, all right, I'll eat it. Or bacon or whatever. Yeah. But rabbit poop, it's like. It's got to be like what the rabbits eat. It's probably so fresh that the poop tastes like food. It's they, the way it's d- digested. They they're love like, it. Mm, and they get so carrots. mad at me when I'm like, no, no, get away from the rabbit poop. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're ever hungry 
you know, track some somewhere. rabbit poop. <laughs> it looks like rabbit poop might, you know, sustain you for at least a little bit. Delicious. Yeah. A little Parmesan will be fine. I'm Italian. Put cheese on it. We'll little, be good. Oh, you're, that's right. Paluso, you're a paisano from I am a paisano. upstate New York. That's right. A lot of paisanos up there. Are you an Italian food fan? Oh, yeah. What's your What's your go-to dish if you're going to an Italian restaurant? Gnocchi. Gnocchi. Yeah. That's a I say tough gnocchi because I'm from upstate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a heavy dish. It's a potato pasta for those southerners yeah, that don't know Yeah, for those people who is. don't, for those non-Italians. That's a tough dish to make. It is a, vi- t- it's a tough dish to make properly. Yeah. My grandma used to do it pretty damn well. Nana's gnocchi. Nana's gnocchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I, I always, I judge an Italian restaurant based on how their linguine and white clam sauce is. Yeah, because that's a simple dish. Exactly. And if they F that up, they don't Boom. deserve to have you, their you doors open. You absolutely get yeah. it. Yeah, and their sauce is all about the sauce. Mm-hmm. Don't, why, don't go cheap on the sauce. No. What are you going to go cheap on the sauce for? <laughs> are you kidding me? Italian, you cannot fool an Italian with the sauce. Exactly. Do you call it gravy or sauce? I, well, I mean, you know, it depends on the holiday. Yeah. You know, if everyone's <laughs> around, you say gravy. <laughs> I dated, uh, my girlfriend in college was Italian. And I grew up in an Italian, very Italian city in Connecticut, um, but they all called it sauce. Yeah. And then I went to her house for dinner one night, and her mom's like, do you want some gravy? (laughs) And I'm like, what the F are you talking about? I'm like, we're having (laughs) spaghetti and meatballs. You want me to- You want to put gravy on it as well? I'm like, no, I'm I'm good with the sauce. I like you just said, what the F as well. Exactly. We're keeping this really PC. We're <laughs> exactly. trying our hardest. We started off with the poop, went a little south. We're, we're keeping control. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> I know the, the line. I know the line. We shall not cross it, I promise you. Uh, My, she's um, Jessie Mae Pelusa uh, in <laughs> town performing at the Atlanta Improv. Tickets available still for tomorrow night's 8 yes. and 10 p.m. shows. AtlantaImprov.com. Where, where are you coming into town from? What was I live in time? L.A. So you just flew in from L.A.? I flew literally. in from L.A., yeah. And I'm looking for a firefighter. I was talking to Stan about it on the car ride over here. I'm looking for firefighters. And we decided that firefighters can come if they have their suspenders and axes with them. For Not free. axes, axes. I understand. Yes, they for can free. get in. Yes. So you're, you're, that's your fetish is firefighters? I mean, is it a fetish? I don't know. I think I'm it's just like you. a life, uh, something I want in my life. Firefighter. <laughs> a nice strong man to put the fire out in my panty drawer. Wow. Yeah. We just towed the line right there. Did we? Well, I covered a you fire this morning. You set your panties on fire. On, on Not t- yours. On TV, we had a big apartment fire. Thing it was vacant and no one was hurt. But there, I mean, there were Oh you my had, God, there must have been tons of firefighters there. Yeah. yeah. So I have a lot of, uh, what about police officers? I have a sure. lot of cops listening to the show. They have, to, they have to come with their outfits. All right. Yeah. Wear your outfit. Wear your outfit. I want the holster. Gotcha. I want the holster. Yeah, that's a fetish. Bring dude. fun I'm sorry. stuff. That's, Is it? Yeah, that's absolutely. Okay, a well then I then we figured it out. I have a fetish. It's firefighters. I have a fetish for um, like I don't know what the technical term is, but like that the stuff that nurses wear. The uh, blood, bl- blood, and no, no, like it's like not a not a the nurse, uniform, like, the, not the, a sexy the, nurse's the smocks? uniform, like the yeah, like the the scrubs, scrubs. Really? I. Love that. You have a fetish for scrubs? I bought my it's wife like, scrubs for Christmas. No, you didn't. I did. She hasn't worn them yet. What did she you just want to have like open heart surgery? What is I the just, fetish? I don't know. It's something <laughs> I guess it's uh like a mental thing that I like I want to be taken care of, I guess. Yeah, and, what happened to you as a child that see, uh, you and I something happened to us where we were in danger and, and we now we saving. want it back. Yes. You need exactly a nurse right. and I need a firefighter. <laughs> we were we were injured as children. Now listen, if um I can't guarantee free um entry to the improv this weekend if you wear your nurse's uniform um but try it out Maybe free entry into your heart though into my heart <laughs> i just love that i love that uh, jesse palusa how long have you been in la i've been in la for a year and a half now digging it or no i love it i love la a lot of, i came from the east coast a lot of east coasters you know they don't like it mm-hmm. they like to talk crap about you know the different coasts but i love la it's beautiful it's sunny where do you live i live in marina del rey 
That's the bums water, look like right? you know yeah it's near water <laughs> yes all right the bums are attractive in la everyone has a tan yeah you can't tell who's homeless or just isn't working for the day i um I, i've three of my best friends live in la and i go out there quite a bit and i would imagine that it's tough for a woman to move out to la because everyone there is so body conscious yeah like my buddy's an accountant and he's like won't eat carbs Nobody eats carbs I'm in like, LA. Dude, you're an accountant. You don't have to be super fit. Yeah, like that's. That. Cr- I'll never not eat carbs. Good. I don't care what anyone says. I'll eat never them. not eat carbs. They're my best friend. Eat the crap out of macaroni them. and cheese keeps me company Absolutely. most nights. So I'm not there to try and front front like I'm not into. So carbs. you don't feel like I don't know. I'm, threatens not the right word, but just you no. know, wrapped up into that Hollywood. No, because for me it's like I was. I'm lucky. I'm a naturally thin person, and like I said, I have a very high metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. You know, that's a whole. That's a thing. That's a reality. People are worried about what they look like. I'm all about you know creating skills and learning things about life and having substance as opposed to fitting into a pair of jeans. You want your freaking Noki? Yeah, I want my Noki. Yeah. And I'm not gonna <laughs> stop just because some girl next to me has you know flat abs. Yeah, exactly. Good for you and your flat abs. Can you spell words with more than four syllables in them? No. Probably not, because yeah, you're too busy starving yourself. So you've not only are you doing uh, stand up and doing very well in stand up, but you've you've made a lot, bunch of TV appearances. I've done a lot of the television. I have, yes. You're TV friendly. I'm TV friendly. That's my casual way of saying yeah. You're I pretty wasn't hot. always TV friendly. It no? takes it takes some time to really. Yeah, I mean you know you let the f bombs fly. <laughs> oh, I got you. I thought you meant physically. Oh, yeah, oh okay. I thought you were talking about content. <laughs> Here I am worried about what I'm saying. I was like, oh, you're like, no, yeah. she used to be I'm fat. TV friendly. Sure. Why you don't think big people are TV friendly? Well, it's just tough to get in. Yeah. The door. Well, it's more. It's a niche thing. Yeah. You have to. Sp- it becomes like a specific role. But I, I, I think those those standards are, are shifting now. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. which they should. It's because the standard's never been there for the dudes. I mean, the dudes can look like whatever. Yeah. And, and they'll get a role. I would imagine it's right. tough for a, a female comedian to... It's easier because there's less of us. That, I mean, now there's too. more coming up, but I don't, I don't think there's... It's more difficult. I've never, I've never looked at it from that angle. I'm always like, oh, well, there's less females that are doing this? Cool. I'm lucky. Yeah, smaller pool. When you go and do shows where there's like a showcase, there's one, maybe two females that are on the show. You just have to be a little bit better than somebody else and you pop. So for me, I've never saw it as a, you know. So most of the the guy comedians that come in here um, will often, I don't want to say brag, but they will hint that um, they have an easy time um, hooking up. They tear it up on the road. Yeah, absolutely. They tear it up on the road. Is that the same for female? Can comics? I say man whore? Yeah. I just said it. <laughs> I think you should be excused from swearing if you ask if you can say it before you uh, use it in context. Definitely not a swear. <laughs> man ho. Man ho. I prefer that, but I mean it, 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 it is women love a guy who's in control. They love a guy who's funny. Look at Mick Jagger. He looks like mid metamorphosis from a toad to a man, and whoever was switching him just was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm out of magic. That's all the powder that I have for today. That's like most male comics, yeah. and girls swarm to them. You're avoiding my question. What is the question? Is it the same for female comics on the road? Are you asking me if I'm a woman whore? No, but if it, <laughs> is it, do you, do you find guys are like coming no. up after you the show? Absolutely not. Really? Nope. You're not pursuing it doesn't make dudes. Sense. If you see a cute guy in the audience, do you make a mental note? All right, go. Nah, nah, nah. Because in my mind, I always there's like some crazy Latina lady at home that's gonna <laughs> slice me up. So the firefighters that are coming tomorrow night shouldn't expect single Waffle House after. Listen, you better be single. I don't want none of. <laughs> I don't want to see a tan line on your ring finger from the weekends with the family. You better come correct. Single firefighters only yes. need a. Yes, I'm not looking to home wreck. Understood. Yeah. 
But it's there for you. I mean, you're a woman. It's there for yeah, you. Yeah, it's you there, want but it. it's a different. It's a different situation because I feel like you know men like to conquer and provide, and I'm doing that on my own. So it, it doesn't make it, it doesn't click with a lot of men. Would you be interested in a relationship since you live in in LA? Would you prefer an, uh, a relationship with a famous guy or a, an average Joe? It depends on his substance as a human being. They're e- same person. One guy's a Hollywood movie star, and the other guy is a tax lawyer. I mean, who's the movie star? <laughs> Can I get a choice? <laughs> um, Tell me. I need. I need some context. Who's who? Who are we talking about? We got average Joe, tax guy, and who? They both look like uh, Jeremy Brenner. Who's Jeremy Brenner? All right, not good. He's, who is he? he? Was in the uh, Bourne movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was in um, the town. He was also uh, the Hurt Locker. Yes, exactly. Right. Is, so is they both look like Jeremy Brenner. Okay. One's a movie star. One's uh, a tax attorney. That's such they an both... unfair Hollywood name to use. I don't know what because he teeters the line of being: <laughs> is he an actor? Is he a tax guy? We still. I think. He, I think that might be one of his accolades. I think he may be also a tax man. All right. I, 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 I guess I would go with the average guy. All right. My heart would want Hollywood just because it's my industry. But I would go with the average dude. The average Somebody who's behind the scenes. Gotcha. Because if some guys take more time doing his eyebrows in the morning than I am, I can't deal with that. You got to get out of the bathroom. I got to get in there and put my face on, too. Can you hang out one more segment? Yes, I can. Jesse Mae Pelusa at The Improv tomorrow night. Two shows, 8 and 10 p.m. Tickets online at LennaImprov.com. Hang out. Uh, we'll come right back with this delightful guest. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. With the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shape. This is Jay Black, producer of Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show, the only show on WSB designed to help the host pay his gambling debts. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, Jesse May Peluso in studio coming up on the program after you, Jesse May, not to... Uh, yeah, what's up no, after me? The dude from American Pie. Which Stifler? No, it's the little guy that was dating Tara Reid in the movie. Uh, he and Thomas Banana something. Oh yeah, the something little fella. Fun. Yeah, he's coming up next. I was I did a show with Jason Biggs that we did at midnight together. So delightful. He's he funny. Was, yeah, he was like the lead in American Pie. Yeah. Remember Jason Biggs? Very very funny. Silly silly Not goose. Jewish. Not Jewish. Not Jewish. Yeah. And shocker. That, funny thing is Woody Allen cast him in a movie. Think, That's right. Think he was Jewish, and Jason Biggs was like, uh, "Just a heads Play up." Play it like you're Jewish in Hollywood. <laughs> always, <laughs> exactly. I'm Jewish. Me t- are you really? Paluso of it. Lying. <laughs> I got so excited as a, a fellow Jew. I was like, "No way, <laughs> son of a gun!" All right, you're at the Improv tomorrow night, eight and ten p.m. Uh, if the folks want to uh, follow you on social media, where are we going? Just my name, Jesse May Paluso. I'm all over the place. And it's M A E. Yes. J E S S I M A E. Perfect. Peluso. I'm Peluso. It. it means big and hairy. My last name means big it and hairy. It does not. Come on. Let's <laughs> let's break down the prefix and the suffix. Pel. Yeah. Is hair. No. Yes. In in Latin, pel is hair. All right. Uso is many or large. Correct. Uso. Many hairs. On Twitter, <laughs> at Jesse May Peluso. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll tweet out yeah. uh, so folks can follow you. Tickets online. 
<laughs> at AtlantaImprov.com. Uh, you've been a delight, dude. Yes, um, thank you. You've been a delight as well. I'm going to come to your show. You should I, come to my show. I'm going to dress like a firefighter. Oh, uh, see, that's not fair. I'm going to know it's a store-bought <laughs> costume. You can't... Tr- I know authentic outfits when I see indeed, them. Indeed, no axes. Are axes allowed at the club these axes, days? Axes, no axes. All right, axes, no axes. We can axes. bring an axe. Just put like a dollar on it. Put like, you know, something to cover up the sharp end. Oh, fantastic. All right, well, thanks for coming in. <laughs> thank you. Enjoy your stay in Atlanta. Um, we're going to check news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. This is Jacob Murphy, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. I'm the news intern, but no, I won't get you coffee. Joining us now on the program, he is Thomas Ian Nicholas, and uh, he is promoting Walt Before Mickey, which is opening Friday, September 4th. Uh, first off, uh, Thomas, thanks for joining us. Second off, you have me at the title. What What is this all about? Uh, well, Walt Before Mickey, which, as you said, hits uh, select theaters on September 4th, is all about Walt Disney's early life and career before he created Mickey Mouse. And which is something the general public, I guess, really doesn't know about. I mean, I certainly don't know what he was doing before Mickey. To, to be fair, I didn't know the story <laughs> prior to uh, being booked on the film. Uh, the film is based upon a book that was written about his early life and career, and it's the first book that was approved by the Disney family. Diane Disney Miller wrote the foreword of the book. Um, so we know that this is the truth, and it's really inspiring because... You know, I'll ask you this: When you think of when you hear the name Walt Disney, you think of a worldwide renowned household names, success, right? Absolutely. Right. So this film is all about his early life and career of struggles, challenges, failure, even bankruptcy. Uh, at one point, because Walt Disney Studios was his fifth studio that he created. Um, the third one was called Laughograms, and that one went bankrupt in Kansas City to the point where Walt was homeless, jobless, and living on the street for a couple of weeks. Are um, you kidding me? No, this is the truth. Wow. I mean, when he came out to Los Angeles to start Disney Brothers Studios, he literally had $40 to his name and a suitcase full of clothes. So what, what and, age are we talking about here um, when, when this... this movie will cover how old is walt during this movie well we we see walt um as a, a young kid starting out around you know 10 and then a teenager and then i i start portraying him from the age of uh 
eighteen to twenty seven. So I pick up the his him from the time that he comes back from serving in the uh Red Cross Ambulance Corps during uh World War One, right at the very end of it. He was stationed over in France for about ten months. Um and then he comes back to uh Kansas City where he had mainly grown up, I mean outside of being born in Chicago and uh living in Marsland Missouri, and then going to high school in Chicago, and then growing up in Kansas. Talking um, about and then, yeah, so he gets a job as a, as an animator, and shortly thereafter starts meets Up Iwerks, and they start their first studio, and then and then and then the challenges start, uh, the innovation and the challenges. Talking to uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, who is starring in Walt Before Mickey, opening select theaters, uh, theaters Friday, September fourth. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if this... Are, are you Walt? Do you star as Walt? Yeah, yeah. I play uh, Walt Disney himself. Out, well, that's that's pretty huge, man. That's like uh, an iconic figure. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's a true honor. I mean, obviously, you know, like the rest of the world, I, I definitely am familiar with um, the, the magical kingdom that, uh, that Walt Disney created. Um, so it's really cool to, you know, open up people's eyes to his early life and career, including my, myself. Um, and I think it's also inspirational because it lets you know that if you want to succeed, you have to fail. And the only, the only key here is just never giving up. Well, I, that's amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to this because I, I knew about Walt's successes, but I had no idea about his failures. Um, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Walt Before Mickey opening Friday, September 4th in select theaters. Um, th- this is awesome, Thomas. I'm very excited for you, man. This sounds like a great flick. Yeah, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of the movie, and you know, I'm we're we're like the uh, we're like Casey Jr. You know, we're chugging along, getting out there into uh, you know some some uh, the eyes of the people, and the film is is uh, being received really well, which is why we're getting this this uh, this select release. I mean, originally we weren't going to hit theaters, but people are liking the film, so you know. It's uh, it's going out to theaters. Awesome. Before I let you go, i got to ask you about Rookie of the Year, one of my favorite uh, baseball films of all time. Are you a Cubs fan? What, what's your team? Uh, I mean, how could I not like the Cubs? <laughs> the last time they won the World Series was in Rookie of the Year in mm-hmm. 1993. Exactly. With, with little Henry Rowan Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, well, I, I mean, I've, I've been a fan of all your work, including... Uh, Rookie of the Year and the American Pie stuff, and I'm sure I'm going to love this. Uh, Walt Before Mickey, Select Theaters on September 4th. Can uh, can the folks get in touch with you on social media? Yeah, I run all my, my social media, and if uh, you're wondering if the, if the film is playing in the theater near you, on the WaltBeforeMickey.com website, there is a theater listing of what theaters uh, we're going into across the country. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time. Best of luck with the film. All right, thank you so much. Uh, back to the phones we go. Best shows of all time, drama and comedy. Best actor and actress in a drama and comedy. And best supporting actor and actress in a drama and comedy. You ready to rock and roll? Peggy is in beautiful Vinings, Georgia. Peggy, welcome to the program. Thank you. I just want to say what a great show you have. Thank you, buddy. And I wanted to say, I've got two guys in the male um, show category and two women in the, in the comedy. Go ahead. Can I? Okay. Michael C. Hall is Dexter. All right, so drama, uh-huh. Michael C. Hall and, and Dexter. Dexter. You know, I haven't I haven't finished watching that. I got like four seasons in, and it kind of stopped. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I did really... like the first four seasons. Okay. 
And then James Gandolfini is Tony Soprano. Yeah, absolutely. And then on the comedy, I have Betty White on the Mary Tyler Moore show as Sue Ann Nivens, the happy homemaker. So, so funny. Betty White on Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, she played Sue Ann Nivens, yeah. the happy homemaker. And then the maid on Two and a Half Men, Conchita or Conchetta Farrell. <laughs> okay. She's hilarious. She is, is that her name? I didn't even know her name. Yeah, it's like Conchetta or Conchita. Um, she doesn't look like Lady a Longoria Conchita. Maybe can pronounce it because it's his How does that go, Longoria? Yeah, she doesn't look like a Conchita. She does not look like a Conchita. <laughs> Two and a half men. Oh, yeah. She's really good in that role. You're, yeah, you're absolutely so right. Good job. Great call, Peggy. Okay, thanks. Take care. Uh, Casey's in uh, Birmingham, and T spelled Birmingham, B-U-R. Uh, welcome to the show, Casey. How are you? Good evening, sir. First time caller, first time listener. Welcome aboard, my brother. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, got a couple of things in comedy to throw back some yesteryear to you. I'm ready. How about the Beverly Hillbillies? Okay. And Hogan's Heroes. Oh, yeah. Beverly I Hillbillies mean, and yeah. Hogan's Heroes. What, uh, you got any actor nominations in those shows? Buddy Epson, the Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. Uh, I could probably do an Irene Ryan for the, the lady part in that. Mm-hmm. And Hogan's Heroes, of course. Colonel Hogan himself, Bob Crane. Bobby Crane. He was a weird individual. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bob Crane. Absolutely. All right. That's that's. There's some good shows right there, my friend. And then for drama, one that I've, a lot of people are just now getting back into. I'll sit there and watch the same episode three times in case I'm miss the first time. Is The Fugitive, David Jansen. The original Fugitive. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good show. I watched the movie the other day. Um, the Fugitive. You know what I realized in that show, in that movie? What's that? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was just a. He was an ass. Yes, exactly. That's the word I was looking yeah, for. He was just an ass. That whole like movie. he got rave reviews for that movie, and he was good. Oh, he was but super his character good. His was, character was a jerk. so dislikable. Yeah, Such so a dislikable. Jerk. Hey, Nancy called. She said, "Don't forget about Golden Girls." Nancy's said, got all right. Yeah. Nancy's getting down. Best show, Golden Girls. I'm surprised I, no one said uh, Benny Hill. <laughs> I used to like that. Right. That's your that's yours then. We used to take the Benny Hill music and put it to really awful video. It makes it all funny. Oh, no matter what's going funny. on, you put to Benny Hill music, it's hilarious. Everything's funny with Benny Hill music. Gary in Atlanta. Gary, you, my friend, are on the Mark Aram show. Yeah. Uh, the best is the junk guys, you know. Sanford, Sanford and, and Son. Yeah, Red Fox. Yeah. And I got a classic for you. Go ahead. Three Stooges. The Three Stooges, absolutely. Yeah, those guys, I used to come home every day when I was 10 and 11 years old and couldn't miss them. But Red Fox, that guy was absolutely hilarious on at Sanford and Son. All right, so I'm going to put Red Fox down as nomination for Best Actor in a Comedy as well. Right, he, he, he was fabulous. Yeah, good stuff, buddy. Right, and the Three Stooges, come on, you can't beat the Three Stooges. <laughs> hey, when you're 12 years old, you can't beat the Three Stooges, that's oh, for sure. Oh, Larry and Curly, come yeah. on. I'm with you. Listen, I'm not arguing, Gary. I know, and then they had shrimp, and then they had a bunch of Curly, Curly <laughs> Joe. They had, the, uh, you know, they had a bunch of replacement because, you know, a lot of them didn't live long enough. Yeah, exactly. Shemp, I forgot about Shemp. I went to college with a kid named Brian Shemp. Nan is in Athens. Nan, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Yay. Hey, Nan. How about All in the Family, Carol O'Connor? That was my nominee for Best Actor. Oh, you already did that one? Carol, no, that's fine. We're taking votes, so you vote for that as well. Okay, and uh, Sally Struthers was a, and Rob Reiner was a, they were all hilarious. Yeah, that was a and, great um, show. I got to tell you now, these O2, I guess people don't remember them, 
but Red Skelton and Bob Hope were like the greatest comics. In what show? Well, the Red Skelton show. Okay. Like you're talking about the Carol Burnett show. There was a Red Skelton show. Yep. And Bob Hope was on that? Bob Hope was everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere and the golf course. He was wonderful. Yeah. And they were clean. And, you know, I just want to, you know, put it out there for him. Absolutely. Good call, man. Thank you. Thank you. See you, buddy. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Trisha incoming. Trisha, welcome to the program. Hi there. Thank you for my call, for taking my call. Anytime, Trisha. I have two favorites, Mash. Uh, Alan Alda, I think, was a brilliant actor and uh, put forth uh, in a comedy type of thing for a serious Korean War type of situation. Yeah, it was a, the show was about the Korean War, but it was going on post-Vietnam War, so it was kind of a reflection of both. It was a combined type of thing, but we cannot forget Don Knotts and Barney Fife. Yeah. When you look back at the loaded goat and his expressions and uh there there will never be another andy griffith and barty five and of course opie and aunt b but if you're in your 50s like i am i don't think you are not yet getting that, there that's a show i will never ever outgrow and don knotts is, he's not with us anymore is he excuse did, me did don knotts pass Yes, he did. Yeah, I, and I, I wish they'd lowered our flags. I mean, you know, I was just such a fan of his. He was. He, you know, I love Don Knotts in. Excuse me. Do you know what show I loved Don Knotts in? Uh, he's been in a lot of Disney things. Three's Company. Three's Company. You Three's remember that? Company and uh, Mister uh, Furley or Roper? Which one was he? Furley or Roper? Um, I wasn't a Mr. fan. Furley. Of Mr. Company, Furley. Mister so Furley. Yeah, the Ropers were the spinoff. Yeah. Mr. Furley, he was hilarious there. Thanks for the call, buddy. Pete's in Sandy Springs. Pete, you're on the Mark Aram Show. You are radio guys, right? Yes, sir. What about WKRP in Cincinnati? In Cincinnati. There you go, buddy. WKRP in Cincinnati. No argument there. I mean, uh, I knew Skinny Bobby. Skinny Bobby Harper? Yes. Yep. And... He was Johnny Fever to the T, except he was a little bit crazier. <laughs> crazier? That's hilarious. Um, in fact, I was listening to him the day he got fired, and they just took him off the air. No kidding. I got a, a picture. Speaking of, you know, Dragon Con's going on right now. I got a picture with Johnny Fever at Dragon Con a couple years ago. Well, that's totally cool. And I got him to I got him to autograph to my favorite traffic reporter ever, Johnny Fever. Well, I tell you what, he was something else, and that was one hell of a show. He Indeed, was, was a great job. Thanks for bringing it up, uh, Pete. WKRP in Cincinnati. Coming back with more of your calls: four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Awarding all time Emmys tonight on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on ninety five five and AM seven fifty WSB. Four zero four eight seven two. 0751800 WSB Talk as we vote on the all time Emmys. Glenn and McDonough. Glenn, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, I, I agree with a mash for sure on the show. Yeah. But I've got your two winners for male on a comedy series. Okay. Bob Newhart. He could he could make you laugh with a silent look. Which and which show though? Bob Newhart show. The original. Oh yeah. Okay. And Tim Conway. Oh, I mean, Tim how funny Conway. was that guy as a sporting actor? Dwarf on uh, golf. 
exactly. Funniest thing ever. Yeah, Tim Conway, he was really good. Is he still alive? I hope he's still alive. I think so. If he's still alive, Chuck, get him on the show. I want Tim Conway on the show. Yeah, he's still alive. Let's get that. Line that up, buddy. He's a mean old man. I don't care. Now, he's funny, but he's a mean old man. Harvey Corman, is he yeah. still alive? No, huh? Harvey's gone. Yeah. I think Harvey died, yeah. Right. Yeah. Good call, brother. Thanks, Glenn. No problem. Soy Sauce Pete is still with us for the time being. Soy Sauce, welcome to the program. Free <laughs> smart. Welks, for brother. For the time being, yeah. I got a few of them. Jackie Gleason show with Art Carney is the best supporting actor. The Honeymooners. Yes. Okay. And then um, Barney Miller. Oh, that was a good show. One of my favorite ensemble shows of all time. Oh, I love Barney Miller. Wojohowicz? No. Go ahead. Who was your best? Who was your favorite character on Barney Miller? Uh, Jack Sue. I, like, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I, I like remember his Wojohowicz. Name. That was what a yeah, what a name. Wojo was Wojohowicz. Yeah. That was a good show, Barney Jew Miller. Nugget. Well, Joe was not a Jew. Hold on. Jew's Nugget. No, he's Polish. <laughs> yeah, well, Joe, it's Polish. Good job, Soy Sauce. Mission Impossible for my drama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Best uh, show, Mission Impossible with uh, Peter, what's his name? Graves, right? Yes. Bump, bump, yeah. bump, 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 bump. Did you watch the movies, the... Tom I've Cruise. watched a couple, but he's a little too short to play. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be so mean. Nah, that you shouldn't be so mean. I shouldn't. That's all right. He played Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher's six. That was five. a freaking great movie, by the way. I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. I watched it, not expecting it to be anything. Jack Reacher was really a good movie. And I'm not okay. the hugest Tom Cruise fan, but go ahead and watch that, Soy Sauce. That's your homework this week. Well, I've read all the books, and, um, you know, when you got a guy six foot five. and, and Five foot five, six, six foot five. Yeah. What are you going to Soy sauce, always a pleasure, bud. I got a roll. Coming back with all of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You're taking your votes for all-time Emmys. The only show that could pull it off right here. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.